0: The Rainmaker Evolution to increase freedom, create momentum, and embrace simplicity in your financial services practice. You're listening to the Rainmaker Evolution podcast with Joel Johnson, certified financial planner, co-founder of Johnson Bernetti, author of the money map, and leader of the Rainmaker Evolution Mastermind. Hey group. this is Joel welcome with another Joel. Rainmaker Evolution Podcast. If you hear a lot of noise in the background, it is because I am driving in the car, and this particular car is not a very quiet car, so Um, So please excuse that. It may be difficult to uh, hear. I'm a big stickler for quality audio, quality quality, uh, sound, quality lighting and staging and everything. So um, I am not oblivious to the point that this might not feel that great. Anyways, um, I want to talk a little bit about leadership this morning. And uh, I was listening to a podcast by Greg Rochelle, who's just uh, a fantastic teacher. For those of you that don't know who Greg is. Um, He's the pastor of a church that has 300 employees in their central location. I believe another 300. I think they have 30 churches, 10 different states. And um, so obviously he couldn't grow that on his own. So he's a pretty good example of a leader that runs a large organization. And uh, he was saying something in this podcast I was listening to that that, uh, struck me. Uh, because a lot of times, some of you guys call, uh, or your office calls, and they ask for me, they get me on the phone, because you guys are members of the Rainmaker group, so uh, I am available to you. I promise that, and I, I keep that promise. Um, but then I'll get asked a question, how do you X, Y, Z, and I won't know. And I think it's a surprise sometimes when I get asked a question, and I don't know how it works. I have no idea how it works. and. You know, some people can look at that and go, well, gee, he doesn't know how it works. He's completely out of touch with his organization. But the reason we've grown like we've grown, and, um, again, just to put it in perspective, we've got 40 employees this year. Um, We will probably do $19 million of gross revenues this year at a very healthy profit margin. And so one of the ways that we've grown like that is I have let go. Um, I have delegated things, or people have asked me to delegate things because I haven't delegated them quickly enough. And I just have phenomenal people. Now, not everybody's an A player. That's all cliche to say, oh, everybody's an A player, everybody's a B player. Uh, No, we've got some C players in the organization. Um, But I have made the choice to delegate as much as possible because when I get a bunch of stuff rolling around in my head, when I feel like I have to be responsible for things, um, it does not go well for me internally. Um, Internally, I feel a ton of stress, a ton of pressure, I don't like my job anymore. Um, I would rather not come into the office when I'm walking into the office or when I'm driving into the office. Uh, I wish I was doing something else that day. And that's a pretty good gauge for me that, number one, I'm taking on too much. Um, But, number two, I probably haven't been that great of a leader. And so, for me, um, leadership is empowering other people and not necessarily watching them do Their job. Now, obviously, being aware of the outcome, we measure things. I pay attention to, for instance, in the marketing department, how many opportunities are being created and where are we doing something that maybe isn't working anymore. But I might find out about that way after the fact. And we have cash flow for me to go ahead and find out about those things way after the fact. I don't have to be watching every nickel today because I want my people, particularly the people that run the marketing department, um, the sales team, the people that run um, our operations group, even our compliance people, I want them to figure out stuff on their own. I don't want them coming to me saying, what should I do? I want them coming to me saying, I did, and they'll either say it worked or it didn't work. And it's okay if it didn't work. Now, why am I talking about this right now? I'm talking about this right now because the time that we're in, And I am frustrated. I remember when everything shut down up here in the Northeast, March 15th, right around there. And remember, the idea was flatten the curve. We don't want to overwhelm the hospital systems. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, this will take two or three weeks and we'll be done with it. Well, now, four months into it, and we are still in a position where we can't do full blown workshops. Some people are nervous coming into the office and so we're doing other types of things, and we are just not, we're not as busy and not as proactive, excuse me, not proactive, as as busy as I'd like to be. And so my first instinct is jump down in there, jump into the nitty gritty of the organization, get way down into the gears of the organization and find what's not working, what's going poorly, you know, what is happening here that I can get involved in. That is the wrong thing to do, that's my instinct but it's the wrong thing to do. What I need to do is step back and let things happen. People know what I want. They know how we measure success in the company. They can figure it out. There, will, there are leaders inside my organization that can figure it out. And by the way, if they can't figure it out, that's on me. That's my fault. You know, if I can't let go of something because people won't get the job done, that I can't trust them, that's my problem. I've either hired the wrong people or I can't let go. And so I think with what's going on right now, here we are four months into it, we're not getting the workshop um, response that we would like to because people are nervous to come back. Restaurants won't book. Um, 55% of our new clients traditionally come from the workshop channel. And so that channel has really slowed down. Again, we're getting back up and running. We've added some new things. We're doing a lot of online workshops. But the bottom line is, I can't get down into the gears because what I am telling my people if I get way down deep into the organization is I don't trust you. And I would rather take a hit to revenues than give the message that I don't trust people because there will come a day where I don't want to go into the office at all. My three-year goal was I only want to work eight days a month. I only want to show up at the office two days a month, or maybe I don't even show up two days a week uh, on average. Maybe I don't even show up at the office. Maybe I put in a good week every month and I don't come in for the rest of the time. And that's my goal. And the only way I'm gonna hit that is if I'm developing leaders. So it reminded me again, as I was listening to this podcast, when people call and they go, how can you not know how you do your digital marketing? How how can you not know all the funnels? How do you not know how you're touching people based on different, because we have a very, very sophisticated marketing machine that's automated, it works good. For the most part, we do the same thing over and over and over again, so it's predictable, so we're not reinventing the wheel. But that has come from my giving out the vision and then me investing in people to send them to different conferences and so on um, and to let them figure it out. So I think it's really important in this day. I know some of you, because of what's gone on this year, have created a lot of negative, negative energy in your organization because you've gotten down in there and, sort of looked at every nickel and tried to interfere with people's jobs and so on. Again, if you can't trust your people, that's either on you, because you can't trust people, or if you really can't trust them, then you don't have the right people, but it's always on you. And so I thought I would just share that, um, and actually I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to you, it's really important that I hear this message, um, I am now, it's July 15th or 16th or so, I will not be in the office until after Labor Day, and so uh, I've got a good seven weeks left of my uh, eight-week hiatus here, and I'm having to trust my people, and believe me, my instinct is to call and say, what were the workshop results? How many greens did we have? You know, I I do, I confess, I do look at our sales screen app on my phone to see how much business we've written every week, Um, but again, my instinct is to go in there and say, what's wrong, and so on, and I am fighting that because I want my people to figure it out, and it's a great message to your people. If you leave them alone, they will take responsibility. Nobody feels worse than, for instance, the leader in my marketing department if they're not creating enough greens. She feels worse than I do about it, and so then she will figure it out instead of me getting in there and taking over. So, uh, just a quick little word of encouragement there. Hope you're enjoying your summer. We will get back to normal. Um, things will get better. And so uh, and I look forward to seeing all you guys in September. We're going to have a great session down in Dallas. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I will be there. If I have to drive there, I will be there. Um, if there are seven of you there, and Advisor 6L allows us to do it, I will be there for the seven of you. So I'm looking forward to seeing you in Dallas. Have a great day.